You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. It's good to have you with us. Today we have a very special guest that's with us. Scott Tripp, Brandon resident, Brandon aficionado, all things Brandon. Scott Tripp, Scott, welcome. Welcome to the Love Your Neighbor podcast. Well, thank you, John. It's, uh, thank you for having me. I don't know how I got picked for this, but uh, here I am. Well, like they say, you know, just like me, you too have a face for radio. I absolutely <laughs> do. And the body for it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, thinking, uh, we're thinking about doing a... Um, uh, swimsuit calendar, uh, the men of Brandon, and I was going to kind of ask you here as an opportunity, would you like to join me in that? It's funny you should mention that because I told my wife I was going to do that. I was going to do a flooring calendar, and uh, then I told her I was coming on this, and she said I have a body for radio too, so I think okay. we're just going to stick with that. Yeah. yeah, well, it's I'm sure, you know, as we're trying to generate bit business and leads, you know, um, it's probably best for you and I both to stay for <laughs> Uh, so well scott i i you know obviously known you for a long time but guys it's a privilege to have you here and i'm thankful that you came in and um we're just we're just kind of introducing you i mean we always we kind of joke about sometimes about your family and stuff but you know you're maybe in even in your own family you're kind of like the the one that doesn't get as much press as you talked about this but i mean tell us a little bit about you and how you got to brandon your family etc well, I'm going to age myself a little bit, but we moved here in 1979, and I was in seventh grade. Uh, it's actually kind of a good year to move here. Brandon won state football championship, and the whole town was wild, you know. And back then, I was trying to think about it. I don't think there was 2,000 people total in Brandon when we moved here, you know. And it was a small-knit community. We lived out in the country, but uh, just we lived in Sioux Falls, and, and I don't know how our parents thought about it or whatever, but... Uh, heard about the Brandon School District, and I mean, this was back in the 70s, and Brandon was starting to boom, and we moved out here, and just we just fell in love with the, the area and the people and the community. Yeah. So you, you kind of were, I mean, and, and so we could maybe understand that part of you moving was part of that growth of Brandon then. Once you guys moved out here, that kind of catalyzed. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it <laughs> you know, once they hear the trip boys are moving to town, everything either runs or comes to the town, so... That's kind of how Sioux Falls was probably happy to have us leave. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. They started growing too. <laughs> they really grew. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, you, uh, uh, you, you obviously. So, so Brandon partly was. I mean, partly it wasn't your choice. You were you were brought here. You moved here as a, as a seventh grader. But you've now kind of chosen Brandon as your own. You've picked it. You've kind of chose. You could probably live lots of places. But why? Why have you chose to make Brandon home? I. Um after school, I, I joined the military, and I got to see the world, um, really loved it, enjoyed it. But one thing I noticed when I was in the full-time Army was you don't really have a family life. I love the military. I, I really do. I love my, my brothers uh, and sisters. But, um, you know, there's that thing where every two to four years you pick up and you completely unhinge your family and, and move. And I was single at the time and honestly didn't want to raise a family moving every two to four years. And I don't mean any disrespect to anybody in the military. I just, that's not how I was raised. I was raised, go to grandma's on Sunday with potluck and nap afterwards, and that's where I got my physique. Um, <laughs> but we were all, my mom had a big family. 
and um, they're all within probably a hundred miles when I was a little kid. And we, on Sundays when people are around, we went and had family day, and I missed that. You know, not just being lonely from home and being alone, but there was just something. And then when I was in Germany, I noticed the little towns I'd travel when I had some time off, and you see the German culture and how close knit they were. We used to stay with families and and how they'd sweep the streets and keep their communities just beautiful. And we would back our howitzers and everything right into their yard because we this was before the Cold War. We we guarded the east and west German border with uh, 109 howitzers. And part of our training would be to pull into a town and set up as if there's a ward. We'd pull right into people's yards and set up on a spade and just trash their yard. And they'd come and thank us and ask mm. us if we want supper. I mean... They appreciate us there. We appreciate it. but And that family aspect, I just kept yearning for home. And when I was looking at different duty stations, I ended up going to the reserves and coming back to Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. I just I just felt that need to come back here, you know. Yeah. And uh, I joke, uh, there's there's four boys in our family. We're all four years apart. I'm the oldest. Oldest, shortest, fattest, grayest, wisest, and yeah. best looking. But there's some of those we argue about. But uh, yeah, I miss my brothers um, and the families, and I wanted to start a family and excuse me and do some things, and so I moved back. Um, unbeknownst to me, I moved back, and uh, my parents sold their company and, and went to northern Minnesota to buy a restaurant and lounge area, and they need some help. So I went up there because I was still single and helped them for four or five years. And once again, I realized that even though my family was there, other than my brothers. It just wasn't home. Mm-hmm. So I moved back to Brandon in 96. I was dating this young gal back in Sioux Falls, Patty, my wife, since 89. Um, and she finally, after I don't know how many proposals, said yes. And that's when I knew I was going to be a good salesman because I never took no for an answer. Uh, I just I keep telling her that, too. When I want my way, I'm just persistent. But uh <laughs> But we moved back in, in 96 to Brandon. We got an apartment here and and, uh, and then built a home in 2000 yeah. out in the country. So you you were, and you sold, you were into sales and I, I, that was kind of your, that was kind of your thing after the military, right? Like that was your. Yep. I started in a, a warehousing business and then I went to, uh, <laughs> actually come full circle. I worked for a kid that's in my Bible study now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. From, I don't know, must have been 99 until 2006, selling trusses and traveling all over five states, and and then got into building materials and sold those until 2015. So I met a lot of people, saw a lot of communities, and it's all rural in the five states around us here. And uh, the one thing that I was missing, you know, when you're a commissioned salesman, um, is before even my faith got reconciled, hence the name of my new company, Born Again Spaces, Um, I realized that the American dream isn't just going out and making all this money. It is what I keep leaving back at home every Monday and see Friday. It's all the neighbors, the friends, my family, my wife, uh, even my yard, doing yard work. You know, I just leave Monday, come back Friday, and in the world's eyes, I was making great money and successful and, and traveling everywhere and but came to a point where that's still not what it is. I was not involved in anything at the community. And I got to be honest, up until about 2015, 
if you, the day I quit my sales job and didn't know what I was going to do, if you would have asked me the difference between Split Rock, Redwood, Aspen, I've lived here since 79. I've never looked at a street sign. Hmm. Right. You know, I just, I mean, I'm out of town and gone. Um, mm-hmm. And I said to myself, what can I do to get more involved in the community and be at home at night? Yeah. And uh, so I started a little company and started doing that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. You, you, you make a difference in a lot of people's lives. I mean, talk a little bit about your business. I know this is, you're not trying to push your business. In fact, you were telling me earlier, you're like, yeah. <laughs> you even, like yeah, I'm no spring chicken. I, uh, I, uh, I ran it up the flagpole with my wife that, you know, maybe I should just retire and take, take care of the kids. And she informed me that our daughter's 34 years old and gone. I said, well, what about the dog? I mean, I could have supper ready for you every night, um, slippers. And she still said no, so I had to find something to do. Besi- uh, besides hunting and Besides hunting and fishing and providing for the family, which yeah. I thought was, that was a good plan. But uh, no, it, it obviously, there's two votes in the family and she gets two and I settle for whatever one it is. But uh, so I started a little business and started doing some closets and garage organization because I knew that I was just always that guy growing up in my life that friends always ask you to help move. And I could look at a moving van and go, put this here, put this here and get everything in the truck. And it's like putting Jenga back in reverse, you know. (laughs) But uh, so I started doing that and it kind of morphed into this flooring business. And I don't want to plug my company, but one thing that I that I get to do um, and it's. When I first started, there was, it, it's kind of fun. You know, when I finally gave my life to Christ, you were there. You know it. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't come up with the name of the company, and I thought, Born Again Spaces. It really kind of kind of references what I, what's happened to me and what's going on in my life. I'm just kind of starting over midlife, and um, it created a lot of uh, constructive conversations with people yeah. as they ask me when I'm in their garage or whatever and visiting with them. Uh, you know, it really isn't about putting a coating on the floor. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a means to the end for me. Um, I just love it. I love people. I finally got the chance to one-on-one with people in this mm-hmm. town. And I, you know, I drive through now and look at all the jobs I've done, and I kind of giggle mm-hmm. all the people. But hindsight, I should have known those people if, if I would have been here for those 25 years I was on the road. I should have known them. I mean, our daughter was older, and... She's my stepdaughter, so she went to school in Sioux Falls. So I didn't have that relationship with all the band and church and sports families like they have now. You know, that's that's one thing I'm a little jealous of. I, I have a lot of friends, but I don't have those those close ones that you know you grow up with because you grow with your kids. But uh, so I started mentoring in Sioux Falls and Brandon uh, about four or five years ago, and and I just just want to give back, yeah. and it's it's. It's making it whole. It's making it worthwhile to get up in the morning and and go out, you know. And I I try to frequent all the businesses and and um, I hope Anytime Fitness isn't listening. But I do drive by their gym every day, and I am starting to feel the burn. <laughs> I haven't got a membership yet, but uh, it does work if you drive hey, by at least once or twice a day. Hey, that that's a powerful impact that they're having. <laughs> I drive by it every day too. <laughs> I mean, we need to drive by closer. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, well, how would you, so you've, you've been a different, you know, you've had your own biological family. You've had, um, you know, that extended family, you've had the military community family now kind of embracing this, you know, the Brandon community recently. How do you, I mean, if you had to explain what a community is to a young kid that was going to go on, how would you explain 
what community means, Scott? You know, while traveling, um, I spent some time in bigger cities, Chicago, and I've been in New York, but uh, bigger cities for trade shows and things like that. And one thing I noticed in the cities, and uh, even in Minneapolis, you know, it doesn't have that hometown feel. And I know they all have the relationships, but people look down. They don't say hi. You say good morning in the elevator, and they kind of turn away. Um, in Brandon, you can walk into sunshine in the morning, and you know 10 people, hey, good morning, happy new year, how you been? You know, I mean, you can barely get out of there. Right. Um, just having that community that has your back. I mean, yeah. you know, this this community has been rocked. It's been blessed. It's been rocked. It's been blessed. Um and when it's rocked, the community steps up, whether it's sickness or loss or even it's been blessed with babies. Families get together and they bring food over. I mean, that doesn't happen everywhere in the country. People don't understand that. It happens a lot of places. It really does. But this is my place, and I love that it happens here. And um, I love being able to be a part of that. Uh, the easiest way to explain to a young person is, it's that feeling of belonging. I've, like I said, you said, I've had a lot of families, and our family tree is a shelter belt. I mean, it, it, uh, it's got more branches than, than McCarty Park on it, but uh, I love that. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, and I just embrace it. Um, and Brandon is my family. I mean, I'll, our house is always open, um, and there's a lot of people that are that way, and that's, that's community. That's normalcy, that's family, and that's Brandon. Brandon gets a bad rap. They, you know, oh, it's all just about sports. Everybody else outside looking in. And, you know, and I probably shouldn't say what I say about Chicago uh, when I was there. But I did, so I'm going to own up to it. People say things about Brandon, but there's still a lot of people that want to live here. Yeah. Um, and there's good reason for that. Yeah. And you don't get it till you you're here. Right. Yeah, it's, it, it really is the people. I mean, the people of Brandon. I've, I've only been here for you know, six years living, but I mean, just meeting people like, like you and, and your brothers who, who have chosen, I mean, they could be a lot of different places, but they've chosen to be here and invest. And, um, I think you're right. I think having lived in Sioux Falls, there's this perception, you know, it's, it's them and us, but really it's, it's all of us. I mean, we, we're all in it, the community of, of Brandon, but we're also part of a, you know, a bigger community of, you mentioned faith, you know, we're, we're part of a faith community that's way bigger than us. Absolutely. Um, and there's people that you, you and I touch every day. There's people that are listening to this podcast. You're maybe on your way to work right now. Maybe you're on your way to school right now. And, and, and you're, wherever you're at, your community's there. It's present. And you're, you're an encouragement to me, man, and I appreciate you being on here. Thank you for your service to our country, by the way. Um, it's, uh, I know you... You didn't do it for, for what you hear, but I appreciate you and your serving in all the different ways that you serve. So I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!